Assalamu alaikum, peace be with you. You're listening to Cup of Parenting podcast and I'm your host Aisha, a pediatric speech and language therapist, mom of seven and parenting coach here in the UK. This week we are going to be talking about sadaqah because it is the month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, we are really quickly passing by the days. We are one week into Ramadan as well and we of course try and maximise our good deeds as much as possible during this really important and special month for Muslims across the world. So I'm going to be talking about sadaqah and different types of sadaqah. So first of all, I'd like to just talk really briefly about what sadaqah means. Now sadaqah stems from the root word sidq, which means truthfulness, in the sense that it's someone's actions that attest to a belief he or she claims to hold. So in this way, when you do sadaqah, it implies deeds that confirm or support something, or for example, you're donating a possession. An act that proves one's faith or conviction about something. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is because usually when you think about sadaqah, especially in reference to this um, month of Ramadan, people often think about it in terms of money. And we often think that when we you know, take money out of our earnings or when we save up or when we give some sort of donation and money, that this is the only or you know most important way of doing sadaqah. When actually there are different types of sadaqah in Islam and these are the ones that we'll be discussing and it's really good to sort of discuss them with your children and you can participate in doing these as many of or all of these different types of sadaqah with your children or with your family as a whole as well. So let's get started. The first one is dua which is very easy because it doesn't take much to do dua and there's obviously hundreds of different types of duas you can do and there's different times that you can make dua as well and by when I say in the in context of sadaqah it's when you make dua or you pray for a person that you really care about or maybe even someone who's asked you to make dua for them or maybe someone who doesn't even know you're making dua for them but you want goodness for them and this is um, a really good way of doing sadaqah especially in Ramadan you can do it when you are sat at the table and you're about to open your fast this is a really key time in which you can maximize your good deeds and one of them is by the remembrance of Allah and indeed by making dua because we know that the dua according to the hadith of a fasting person will not be rejected and there's obviously different outcomes um, when you make a dua which is a whole other topic but the fact is that this is one form of sadaqah which you can do and which you can easily teach your children to do as well. Another one is advice and when I say advice I mean when you give really good advice to people around you so this could be for example if you're in a family it could be your younger siblings or it could be family members if you're children and you have older children they could give advice to younger children if you're a person who's quite influential in your group you can be giving advice but you always try and give good advice where you can and also you know, if you don't have anything good to say, then just refrain from saying anything at all. But if you think that you can advise someone for their betterment, then inshallah, this is another type of sadhqah that you can do. Another one is to smile at your Muslim brother. Indeed, this is an act of charity. As we know, this is quite well known. And you might think this is a really obvious one, but sometimes you meet people and this is not the case. So always try and be that type of person that when you meet someone when you talk to someone and you greet someone that you do so with a smile and of course we have our own greeting as well you say assalamu alaikum but at the same time smile 
regardless of what your relationship with them is or what kind of um person you know you might you might think that they are you from your side can do a good smile and that's also a type of sadaqa inshallah another one is to help someone and we can help people in many different types of ways you can help with the poor and needy people you can help people who can't help themselves you can help solve problems for people in a day-to-day life or you can help someone by doing you know various project projects or something on quite a large scale so again this is a really good one that you could do with your family with your children is try and think about who needs my help right now and how can i help them or if you know somebody's in the asked you for help um think about what the best possible ways to help them and even if you can't help the person there and then think about whether you can signpost them to try and get that help from elsewhere that's another type of sadhka you know going out of your way to try and at least um secure some help for them if you're not the best person to be able to give that help another one is time when we say time we mean taking time out for the people who um you know uh, have rights upon you for example if your parents you have to take time out for your children husband and wife have to take time out for each other so think about whether in in any given day any given week even you're putting some time aside to feed that time back into your family into your children and are you using that time productively especially in the month of ramadan you know when we're fasting in the daytime you might not be cooking at the usual times when you cook you obviously do to prepare prepare your um meal for iftar later on but try and think how you can use that time wisely to really maximize doing even things like ibadah with your children or just spending that time with your children whatever needs to be done or whoever else it is in your family who needs that time another act of um sadaqa could be tarbiya and tarbiya means nurture another really important point when your children grow up and you nurture them and you nurture them properly which is obviously your islamic duty as parents anyway to be doing this but if you do do this and your children grow up well mannered and you know imagine they grow up and they start spreading um the deen and they start doing really good acts and really good deeds as a direct result of how you nurtured them so this is your investment in them if you like it links to the previous one it's your time you're spending with them then this is also considered um a sadqa jariya because as we know that when a person passes away there's only a few things that are going to benefit them and this is going to be one of them and in the well known hadith abu huraira narrated that the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said when a man dies his good deeds come to an end except three ongoing charity beneficial knowledge and righteous offspring who will pray for him and commenting on this hadith the scholar said that it means that the deeds of the person who dies come to an end as soon as he or she dies and the renewal of the reward stops for him except in three cases and the reason why it doesn't stop in these following three cases is because he or she was the cause of them so for example his or her offspring is counted amongst his or her earnings because you would have directly spent that time um as we just mentioned nurturing and doing tarbiya and um spending time with your children the next one is the knowledge that he or she leaves behind whether this was through you teaching someone or writing a book for example so this knowledge was something that you had a direct impact on and the third one is ongoing charity okay because you would have done this yourself personally so this is why these three are the ones that will carry on okay and 
Another one is patient, being patient when things are quite difficult. This is another type of sadaqah. And subhanAllah, as Muslims, we are really lucky um, that we're in such a position where when something like a calamity befalls us, we are just patient and in that is good reward for us with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if something really good happens, then we are thankful and grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there's a reward with us in this situation. So either way is rewardable. And it's something really important, again, to teach your children when you're thinking about how you're going to parent them is to really, really instill in them to be patient for everything especially because we live in a fast-paced society where any you know we're living in a society where it's anything but patience for example think about how you even communicate nowadays by phone call by text by email and you want that instant response that instant gratification and if it doesn't come you start to panic you start to worry if people haven't read your messages or even worse for example on whatsapp and they've read your messages and people say oh you've left me on a blue tick I've seen that you've read my message you haven't replied it's just like we haven't got patience for anyone or anything so we really need to encourage um, and exercise patience as much as we can and have that belief obviously that once you make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will solve your problem another one is to advise good advise if you know there's people out there in your circle in your family in your friends in your children who are you know misguided who are in need of guidance advise them of good if you can another form of sadaqah is to stop people from doing evil stop bad things from happening okay so and as also obviously instilling in your children to not plan or think about or purposefully harm anything any living thing um and and by doing that that's actually a form of sadaqah as well Another one is to talk softly and don't be harsh or rude because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like arrogant people. Even if you come across a person who's harsh, who's being rude, who's being angry, don't treat, don't talk to them in the same way. Okay? You be the better person and speak to them in a calm, polite, kind manner. And this is the best thing you can do. And think about how excellent the character of the Prophet وسلم, was in this regard and try and emulate that inshaAllah. Another one is to be quite forgiving. Forgive the people who asked for your forgiveness and forgive for those who didn't ask for your forgiveness. If they have hurt you in any way and you have some ill feeling towards them in your heart, just forgive them, okay? Another one is to give respect. Of course, as Muslims, we give respect to elders and youngsters as well as giving credit to the people who deserve it. And we know that a part of being a Muslim is to show the these two different generations respect and love and affection as well. Especially, you know, again, we are in Ramadan, you're fasting, you might run out of these type of good characteristics. But just remind yourself consistently that as a Muslim, you should be doing this anyway. Another type of sadaqah is to be part of someone's happiness. So being happy in someone else's happiness, don't be jealous. If so, something good happens to someone, especially if you wanted that outcome, be happy for them. And this as well is rewardable. Another one is to visit the sick. Visiting the sick is one of the sunnahs of our Prophet So you can do this in different ways, whether you you know, distribute sadaqah to them or whether in your community you can arrange for hospital visits. And I know in some communities they do, for example, gifts for children who are sick in the hospital on Eid or whatever's going on, you can easily find out and participate in this type of sadaqah. Another one is to remove harmful things from the path such as removing stones that come in your way. Obviously, if they're harmful to you and they're in your path, they're going to be harmful for the next person. So if you just bend down 
subhanAllah, and clear the path and move the stone, then this is also another type of sadaqah that you can do, inshallah. And last but not least is the sadaqah of knowledge. And I've already mentioned the hadith that, you know, when you pass away, nothing is, everything will cease except three things. And one of them we said was knowledge. And knowledge is also an extremely important part of sadaqah. And in Islam, we know that the very first revelation was based on uh, you know, read in the name of your Lord who created from Surah Al-Alaq and by reading we can maximize our knowledge and as a Muslim you should try and get as much knowledge as you can. Of course balance your knowledge and have knowledge of the deen and also have knowledge of the dunya so you can be successful. There should always be knowledgeable people in the community serving the community with that knowledge and as a person where people can get guidance from as well. So we should give respect and honor to those people islamically for example scholars and people who have invested their time and energy in acquiring knowledge if you yourself have got knowledge then maybe think about how you can share the knowledge with other muslim families maybe you can set up formally some sort of group or some sort of activities where you can um, benefit from knowledge inshallah and actually from an islamic point of view allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the quran Allah says he created man and provided him with the tools for acquiring knowledge. So we don't have an excuse really. And what other tools? Allah has given us hearing. And again, this is really good activities to do with your children to talk about this topic. Allah has given us hearing, sight, wisdom. And Allah says in Surah Al-Nahal in the Quran, And Allah has brought you out from the wombs of your mothers whilst you know nothing. And he gave you hearing, sight and hearts that you might give thanks to Allah. And Islam itself, as I've said, is the religion of knowledge. We know the first ayah that revealed was related to reading. And in Islam, knowledge comes before action. Okay, there can be no action without knowledge. So when you're thinking of sadaqah, think of how you can use knowledge um, as well. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even warns Muslims to, you know, against speaking without knowledge. And nowadays, there are so many people who just give advice really randomly and freely when they are not equipped with the knowledge to be able to do this. So just be really careful when you're receiving advice for yourselves, for your families, or when you're giving advice, whether you're a qualified person to be able to do that as well. And knowledge and fear of Allah may also be attained by knowing his signs and creation. The knowledgeable are those who know that, hence Allah SWT praises them. And Allah praises them by saying in the Quran in Surah Fatir that it's only those who have knowledge amongst his slaves that fear Allah SWT. Okay? So we should, of course, try and get knowledge as much as we can and spread the knowledge because the people who have knowledge are the quickest of people to understand the truth and to believe in the truth as well so islam actually calls us to seek knowledge the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said seeking knowledge is an obligation upon every muslim and he also explained the superiority of the one who has knowledge over the one who just um worships is like the superiority of superiority of the moon over every other heavenly body as well okay and that's why Islam calls upon us to learn all kinds of beneficial knowledge. And there's obviously different knowledge statuses in Islam. So the highest one is the person who has the knowledge of Islam, for example, the Sharia. And then there might be other branches, for example, medicine, and you're helping people through that, or even other knowledge branches still. But you should try and equip yourselves with knowledge. This is sadaqah. If you spread that knowledge to your own children, if you spread it to other people who may benefit from it in the community and as I've said try and organize something where 
you can maybe do this on a really regular basis because it keeps your knowledge fresh if you know that you're going somewhere to share that knowledge or give lessons or you know they don't have to even be formal they can be quite informal but at the same time you're teaching it to other people so it's beneficial for you and it's beneficial for them as well inshallah the prophet also said when allah wishes good for a person he makes him understand the religion okay so you should try we should try actually as an ummah to have knowledgeable people at all time and in all places otherwise we would be living in the dark and you wouldn't know what to do so you should try and do this as much as you can and you should know that knowledge brings a great reward as well because the one who points the way to something good is like the one who does it okay and as we said even if you pass away and your knowledge lives on you just keep increasing your reward as long as people keep benefiting from the knowledge and it might be people you never even knew in your lifetime subhanallah okay and that's why we need to have proper understanding of islam to start off with this is one of the best characteristics that you can have and try and maximize your knowledge as much as you can so we are as we know in the month of ramadan there is still subhanallah a lot of ramadan left to so try and increase your knowledge by reading the quran learn it teach it these are the, amongst the best deeds that you can do and i'm gonna end by saying that i pray that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the ability to practice all different types of sadaqah especially during this month in which we have a golden opportunity to maximize our good deeds inshallah and we pray that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts it from us and we should try and do all the different types of sadaqah with our families inshallah may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to do this I hope you enjoyed today's podcast inshallah wa akhru da'wana an alhamdulillah rabbil alamin assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh